Yo, what's poppin', y'all? It's your boy AJ. It's your boy Nick. And this is Hip Hop Vibes, the podcast. What's poppin' with you, homie? Hey, nothing, bro. How are you, man? Chillin', man. Just chillin'. Living the dream. The American dream. American dream. One day at a time. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. But yeah, we're gonna get down. Back to this countdown. Yes, sir. Let's do it. We stopped off with 96. 96. That was a tough year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, <laughs> that not, was a, not in, for a, me. in a good way. Yeah, oh yeah, you you is it was a clear winner for you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, it was a little more contested, but true, true, true. It's good shit though. Yeah, we started with ninety six. Well, we finished with ninety six. Now we're yes, gonna start sir. with ninety five. Yes, sir. Let me put it on my list real quick. I go first. I'm this pulling time. it up. Yeah, you go ahead. Bro. <laughs> so for artists, I said Biggie. Album. It was a toss up between Me Against the World and Only Built for Cuban Links. It was a toss up <laughs> for me on those two. Producer, I said RZA, and song, I said um, I'll Be There For You, the Method Man, Mary J. Blige joint. Mm. Yeah, I put that for song of the year. 95. Why'd you put um, Biggie? So, Ready to Die came out in like late 94. So, nothing yeah. really started to get popular oh, okay. for him until like 95. And then, plus, 95, he dropped the Junior Mafia project. So, he was dropping like, you know, sing out the single with both yeah, his yeah. album and um, Junior Mafia. So, that's why I said Biggie. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Now, as far as the yeah, album, now as far as the albums go, like and if, if Ready to Die came out in ninety five, yeah, I would say Ready to Die, but R- it didn't right. come out in 95. Right, 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 right. That's why my question was because it came out in ninety four. So yeah, I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, why yeah. He put for ninety five? Like, but he's remember, riding the coattails yeah, of that now. album, and then yeah, yeah, and then plus Junior Mafia as well, and then yeah. Little Kim's about to come up soon. So yeah, so all that stuff plus the features he was still doing with like Total and everybody mm. and all that shit. Yeah. So I put me against the world just because we know why you put me. Yeah, yeah, of course. Like that's arguably that's arguably like Pac's best album. Definitely, Mm. definitely his purest album. What do you mean by that pure? Like he was like so emotional on that joint. Like Mm. he listened to his joint. Like he really like put himself out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Mama. Yeah, and Life of an Outlaw, Temptations. So many tears. So many tears. That's yeah, the that one was I was one. thinking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it was just a whole bunch yeah. of shit. Yeah. And plus, that was on, he was recording that during the whole, you know, the rape charges. Well, sexual assault. Oh, yeah, sexual yeah, assault. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there is a difference. So, yeah, sexual assault. Uh, So, yeah, that. And then plus, the fact that I haven't went number one while he's in jail. It's, yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that, I think he was the first artist that had that do that. <laughs> he was <laughs> the first one, yeah. Probably, yeah. Then the reason I said um, only built for Cuban Links, you know, Ray Kron's album, debut album, debut yeah. solo album, which yeah. was fire. That's the song that had um, ice cream on it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Right. It was just fire. It was just a fire ass album. It was a great album. Fire, yeah, bro. yeah, yeah. Is that the one he had? Um, I feel like he was Ghostface, like heavily. I feel like it was like Raekwon like featuring Ghostface or something like that. I feel like Go- or one of the one of the members of the of the clan was like on almost every track. I forget which one it was. I think it might have been Ghostface. I think it was Ghostface. Yeah, was, the production was fantastic, man. Yeah, it was right. so it was so cool. It was so weird, bro. It was way different. Like I I got to it later, like because people used to talk about it like the purple tape, the purple tape. Yeah, I, I didn't know what it was, yeah, yeah. and then I figured it out, and then I listened to it. Yeah, that shit was fire, bro. It was so consistent, like yeah. just so consistent. Like it had a real yeah. Ghostface, Ghostface was on the album. Yeah, Ghostface was on the album a lot. <laughs> yeah, 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 that's yeah, what yeah. I was saying. Yeah, so I know that it was like yeah, it was Wu Tang, obviously, but yeah, um, yeah, that shit was fire. Bro. It was also why I put Riz as the producer because yeah, he, he, nah, produced, he produced that whole fucking album. Right. No, nah, I get that. Riz is dope, man. Riz, I mean, he started a lot of that sampling shit. I mean, to some degree, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah absolutely. 
Um, so I put you good. Are you done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put um I put Tupac as artist, mm. um because of me against the world, uh, because again for me like I think you were saying um that album was one of his more emotional ones. It's one of the more like conscious like gangster. I like the conscious gangster rap. Yeah. I like that like category. We'll talk about Ice Cube a lot later on. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. but like I really like that like. He could have like some range, you know what I mean? I just might make one kind of song, but like I have like Dear Mama. So like it's a beautiful song. A beautiful song. Fast, I fast. love that song. Um so I had to put that on there. I did put a runner up though. Um and maybe it's my producer hat, but Mob Deep, um Infamous came out that year. Yeah, I too. I fucking that, love I Infamous. I love Infamous. I thought it was such a great album. I still think it's a fantastic album. It's one of my favorite albums. Um too. so I put Mob Deep as a um I can't I can't believe I, I meant to talk about that too. <laughs> we cover each other, bro. I got yeah. your back, bro. Um and then for producer, I actually um I actually put Havoc. Um because mm, he because single-handedly did Infamous, like the whole shit. And in a way, like it, it definitely the production does remind me a little bit of Rizza in some sense. Um but he did. He had his own style. It was very dark yeah. and like murky and shit. And it was like really, really dope style. It had I some think, dope samples and stuff. And he looked up to Rizzo too. So like, no, for sure. I mean, they all did. Yeah. I mean, everyone looked up to Rizzo at that yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I thought he, the way he did that, like being a no name before. I mean, they put out a Juvenile Hell album before that, but yeah, yeah, he but, was like a no name dude just coming out producing a whole classic album. I think that's a cla- infamous yeah, a classic yeah. album for me. It really is. Definitely. Um, so I need that vinyl too. I put um, <laughs> yeah, we need all these vinyls, bro. <laughs> We need a library for our vinyls, bro. Right. So for album, I put I did put um I put me against the world. Be, I just think because oh man, it's just Pac. I mean, it's kind of hard for me. But uh, Infamous is close. But for a song, I put Shook Ones for the year. Mm. I put Shook Ones because I think Shook Ones of all the songs like that shit. I mean, obviously, I was alive when that shit came out, but yeah. I wasn't like a you know I didn't hear it when it came out. Yeah, but like yeah, that shit yeah, was yeah. classic as fuck. Like that shit is classic classic i mean like you know right away just with that intro yeah, and with the beat like right away it's like it's classic since so you I'm hear the hi-hat the yeah heard it right away it's <laughs> classic yeah. i even think about like in an eight mile how they were yeah, that, that shit all the time you know what i mean like i, I was like, like everybody's favorite and even back then like kendrick lamar used to say like he would listen to prodigy prodigy was one of his biggest fans prodigy was killing shit at that time he was so dope if it was yeah so that shit was so fucking hard and then um i put um i put uh as a runner-up because it's just so strong i usually don't, I usually don't do runner-ups unless it's really close but i put yeah. dear mama because dear mama is like one of the best songs ever okay. i love that song so it wasn't on some like hit on some hits you know what were the hits type shit it was just mm-hmm. kind of like my favorites to be honest actually i do have another runner-up for my son for the, the songs crossroads oh that's a cr- i mean yes yeah, oh that's out. a good that's a really good one i feel like that's actually like in terms of like um popularity that was definitely like a huge hit yeah right that was a big ass hit it was it definitely was but yeah, i think it didn't really get pop until like 96 but it did come out in 95 yeah. Like, yeah, 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 because they made it for Easy E. Mm. Um, yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was That's like cool. a tribute. Yeah, that was a tribute to Easy E. Then like all the other people they lost, mm. like they, they lost like personally. Fucking oh, oh, Big L dropped his debut album. Yeah, Big L. That was a good, that was a good album. Yeah, facts, facts, facts. I think it was definitely dope. Just it's just sad he didn't get the um, lifestyles of the of the was the, po- the poor and dangerous, poor and dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I thought that shit was dope. Like I feel like. Yeah, no, his rapping ability is crazy. Right, he was definitely on another level. 
Yeah, his rapping was crazy. Yo, yeah. is it that yeah, you uh, remember the song with the young Jay Z verse? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Has a little verse. He's not like a little he's, seven minute on freestyle. Joint. He's like squeaking. He's like, <laughs> his high ass voice. You could tell he was like eighteen or some shit. But right, like, right. but really, Big L laid the foundation for like for Hove and shit like that. Like yeah, absolutely, yeah. the way he was rapping, Hove took that shit. Facts. What else came? Oh yeah, and um, Junior Moffat dropped a joint. Like I said earlier, um. ODB dropped the album. Jizzle dropped the album. Both produced by Rizza. Mm. Um, Dog Pound dropped Dog Food, their debut album. Mm. Uh, oh, yeah. Farside dropped Lab in California. Lab, oh, Lab Cabin, California. Oh, fuck. I forgot about. Um, yeah, we're running. Bizarre Ride at the Farside. I love that album. I, I forgot to put that. I think that was 91 or 92. Which one? Uh, Bizarre Ride to the Far Side, their first joint. Um, I love that one. Passing yeah, me yeah, by, yeah, yeah, passing me by. Yeah, that's yeah, my yeah. joint. I, think I that, love that album, man. Yeah, it was like it was like like late ninety one. That's one of my favorite West Coast albums, and like most people, I definitely does not get talked about like it does at once. But it's like that. It's definitely that West Coast shit. It'd just be like smoking a bunch of weed and just freestyling and bullshitting. It's just a great album, man. Such a good album. Oh, I definitely have to say that you said Lab Cabin California running. I love that song. Yeah. A great D- JD beat, too. Hell yeah. Um, I think that's all I have in 95. You got anything else? Nah, bro. That's it. All right, bet. Let's move on to 94. Let's you take this one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, this shit, I mean, this is a pretty, like, probably the most even for me out of any of the years. Mm. Um, between Nas and Big, so... I put um, I put for me I put Nas um as the number one Illmatic being my favorite yeah um just because like I mean it's my favorite shit New York shit Queens shit it's just man like that just that is like I think that's like the first like classic album that I heard from the nineties like going back and listening to it and yeah. it just it just spoke to me just the the way he was rapping was just ridiculous how complex it was and just he was like kind of you know thoughtful. Like that thoughtful gangster shit, like gangster music, but like thoughtful at the same time. Um, so I put that. It's just I mean, Illmatic is a perfect album. So I put Illmatic as the um, as the album. I did put Biggie as the um, runner, up. runner up for artist and the runner up for album. Rated is fantastic. Yeah, um, it's fantastic. I mean the way he told the stories. I mean it's like you know similar kind of gangster themes and whatnot, but it was like told in a way that was really uh, really personal. You know what I mean? Um, and just his flow is absurd. So I mean I think. Yeah, it's just crazy. That's crazy. Both those albums came out in the same year, but I give I give the nod to Illmatic. I think um, just the fact that even to this day, like you know, twenty five years later, or whatever, Nas is at the Kennedy Center performing with the orchestra. He's performing Illmatic. Yeah. Like it's just like literally, it's like it's just so classic, man. Like it's crazy. Um, and then for producer though, I put <laughs> I would have put somebody on Illmatic, but Illmatic had a bunch of different producers. I had DJ Premier, Pete Rock, Large yeah. Professor, um, Les, whole bunch of people. So well, I couldn't like single one out. So I, I said um, Easy Mo B because he did a whole bunch of Ready to Die, mm-hmm. a whole bunch of records on there, um, and then um, and he would work with like with Bad Boy later on, a, a whole bunch of albums, do stuff for Pac too. Yeah. Um, but then for a song, I put New York State of Mind because that's like Nas is like sing. It's like the that's the classic Nas shit. That's DJ okay. Premier, like that's just the classic shit. It's a classic New York shit. When I hear that shit, I think about like subways and all that shit. I think about the trains running. I think about my childhood and going to Coney Island and shit like that. So that's definitely the one for me. But um, definitely close. It's very close. Very close. 
What did you say? Are you uh, still doing your homework? No, 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 no. <laughs> no I, got, I already got my list. You got your list already. Yeah. Okay. So pretty much our list is pretty much the same for the most part. Artist Nas, album Illmatic, producer East Moby. Um, you said you said you put New York State of Mind. I put New York State of Mind. Yeah. Um, I put. It was a toss up <laughs> between like three songs for me. So I, I said Cream. Oh shit! I said Juicy. Wait, hold up, Cream came on ninety three. That the single got released in like ninety four. Oh damn, yeah. you're very scientific. So you're like <laughs> looking at this shit. Yeah, like, I'm looking at it like specifically because yeah, the, yeah. the album came out in ninety three. Whatever. Okay, yeah, gotcha. Because like you know, because you know back then when the CD comes out, you know, what I'm saying like it takes a while. It takes a while for the hit radio. radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, Illmatic took like I think it took like five years to go platinum. That shit was not a hit when it came out. Yeah, Illmatic was saying, not a yeah, hit yeah. when it came out. It's still a classic, but commercially it wasn't. It wasn't. Nah, yeah. it was some street shit. Yeah, exactly. So I'm just looking at it from like you know yeah yeah the hottest joint you know yeah that makes yeah, sense yeah, yeah. I hear I hear what you're saying so I why see. does Biggie Biggie second to Nas for you you said what why is Biggie second to Nas for you I'm just curious I think this most so just because um you mean as an artist well no just as like in this rating yeah you said yeah, Nas yeah, yeah, first, yeah I think most so just because Nas's album came out earlier and he had more buzz than Biggie did. Mm. So he, Cause um, if you go back all the way to like 91, 92, I think it was ninety one that he did the song with Main Source. Yeah, 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 yeah. Live at the barbecue. Him, yeah, yeah, live at the barbecue. That kind. That's what kind of put him on. Then he was doing like a whole bunch of other street shit. You know what I'm saying? Then he released like the Pre-Matic, which was like his demo for Illmatic. And then he finally released Illmatic, and and I yeah. think about it came. I think Illmatic came out in like it was like early ninety four. Yeah, early ninety four. Yeah, like April. And then Biggie's joint came out in like September. I see you. I like how you thought about that. I like that. Yeah, because yeah. I agree Nas had more of the hype at the time. Yeah, at the time. But that's the reason why I gave Biggie 95, just because by the time 95 hit, like Ready to Die was like out there. Out there. Out yeah, there. yeah, yeah, you know yeah. It took, a lo- it took longer back yeah, then for yeah, shit yeah. to like, like pop off. Yeah, back off. then it took longer for shit to pop off. Right. Shit now comes like really, really hot, but then goes really quickly. Yeah, exactly. Like, no. And plus, it's easier. It's e- Nowadays, it's easy. You got easier access to get to the songs. Like, yeah. you can just get to your phone and just play the Right, song. right. But then you had to actually go to the fucking store. If you, you go to the store, buy right. Buy the CD. Yeah. Put the shit in the CD player. It's like, okay. And you got to promote it, get it yeah. to the DJs. Then they finally get it. Then you hear it at the club like two months later for the first time. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's true. That's a good point. Yeah. But Big was definitely a runner up, though. Um, but yeah, songs I said Cream, I said Juicy. Then I also said. Um, I believe I said gin and juice. Oh, okay. So you took the same approach. Okay. Yeah. Same gotcha. Approach. Gotcha. Because I think even though the album came out in like 93, but the song started popping in like 94. But I think if I had to pick one, I'll probably pick Cream. That's fair. Yeah. I'm surprised, man. What's up? You're not staying loyal to your coast. <laughs> you know you're West Coast, bro. I am. I am West Coast all day. Come on, man. <laughs> Can't believe you say that New York shit. <laughs> that shit, man. I said no, fuck not. Snoop Dogg's an album. Like, nah, <laughs> nah, 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 we nah. all knew. He's just playing games. Like, nah, like, nah. Uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Nas, Illmatic, Easy Moby, then I'll probably put Cream as song of the year. Just because like, out of the three songs I picked, I think that's more resonant today in the hip-hop world. Mm, that's interesting. Good 94. What, yeah. what else came out in 94? I think that's, uh, other than that, I mean, 94. Oh yeah, Warren G dropped Lil Regulate. Oh yeah, that's a yeah. good, that's a good, yeah. The Brat dropped Fuckify. I, I fucking love that album. JD killed that production. Oh yeah, Crit Mag dropped um his album that year. Flavor with Flavor in Your Ear. Oh okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Got that joint. 
Yeah, is that Detroit come out that year? No, uh, so that that actually nah, came nah, out nah, in ninety two. No, ninety two. You're right. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. They did drop an album in ninety four though. Yeah. Oh yeah, Shaq dropped his album that year too. <laughs> <laughs> How did we not mention that, bro? Right. Fuck Nas and Biggie. <laughs> Put Shaq on the front of that. Hey, Shaq had mad features on his joint though. Shaq's the fucking <laughs> man. I ran into Shaq at the Apple Store one time. For real? Like out here? Yeah. Not here. He was in Boston. He did oh, like shit. one season in oh, Boston. Oh, when he was with the Celtics? Yeah. And then he was like walking <laughs> through the mall. Like you could the whole mall felt different. Everyone was all freaking out and shit. It was dope. He was just at he was just like <laughs> I forget what, he was wearing like a polo or some shit. And he was just like checking out like an iPad or some shit like that. I remember that shit. Like Everyone who just told him of and that was crazy because you look around the mall like the demographic of the whole mall changed everyone's taller and shit like like, what happened like all these basketball players are here it was dope man that was awesome that dude was fucking huge good yeah i'm good bro all right this is gonna be a quick ass episode yeah (laughs) Yeah. all this is pretty straightforward all right so we move on to 93 I feel like you know. I feel like it's more straightforward because we have all the hindsight of like twenty, thirty years later. Like you know, only a couple records have lasted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. You know, it's kind of like we filtered out like all other shit like Facts. that didn't last. You know what I mean? No, that's true. Now we move on to '93. Now we go into the West Coast. <laughs> okay, now okay, you want to say? All right, artists switching Sno- teams. Yeah, artist Snoop Dogg mm-hmm. album Doggy Style producer Dr. Dre mm. song. You gonna laugh at me for this? Whoop! There it is. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> I, I see. I I understand why you put that. Yeah, but that's hilarious. Because it's actually tied with. Bro, who the that, fuck? Who actually? Who? What's the artist, bro? Tag team. See, I don't even fucking remember their there, name. There, there were one hit winner. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was that was literally like the only hit. <laughs> but it was a big hit though. Literally, like, like that shit was such a big hit that like 15 years later, I don't know if you remember the Reese's Swoops. Yeah, I do remember, remember that, that shit. shit. Swoops, there it is. They took that shit like yeah. That that's like that reminds me of my one of my OGs, my fucking history teacher in school, bro. This guy Chris Kerhyatt. Shout out Chris Kerhyatt. First day of class, he showed us a, a public enemy video. That was the, that was the, the like instruction. That was a, that was a lesson for the day. He showed like a public enemy video. Oh, shit. Like it was some dope shit. Like only only like teacher that was dope like that. And he uh, he said like about he was out like eating or something like and he was like thirty five years old at the time. He's like it's like twenty ten, and he hears like um at the restaurant they're playing like run dmc and he's just laughing because he came up like listening to like pe and run dmc when he was like a teenager yeah and just to see it like 30 years later now it's like playing the background at some corny ass restaurant like it's like that whoops there it is like that's one of those songs that's still not even now like they're making money off it now so i can see i can see why you put that as the that was a hit song that was a hit song, bro. that's fucking hilarious i I also put nothing but a g thing as well Oh yeah, like right behind yeah. it, like behind it, because like I think they both peaked at like number two. I think what's my name was like that joint. I'm pretty sure that it, that like Doggy Style was like it sold eight hundred thousand copies in his first week. Literally the highest selling hip hop album at the time. Like yeah. it was fucking huge commercially. But sarcastic as hell. But it's, <laughs> it's got it's got some bullshit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but it was funny. My wife was listening. Like she was like. 
listen to some Snoop for the first time. Like she really she knows Snoop because I feel like Snoop is such like a he's a legend now. Yeah, and so yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. like he's he has a public image and shit. You know what I mean? Always like on the show with Martha Stewart yeah. and shit. He's like internationally known. Internationally known yeah. now, right? But then she like went and listened to, to Doggy Style and she was like <laughs> the fuck like like that's the thing like people don't understand about hip-hop you have to you have to put on your like the glasses you know you have to understand you're listening to rap music like it's supposed to shock you a little yeah, bit you know what yeah. i'm saying so yeah absolutely that shit misogynistic as fuck <laughs> most of the west coast albums like were at the time they really were even before the ice cube we'll, we'll talk about that but there's plenty of that shit on his album too oh yeah between nwa ice cube dre you know Snoop. what i mean but but you look at from just death row in general in general bro <laughs> in general i should yeah they're savage with that yeah but yeah, in terms of music, I mean, but it was just fun music at the same time. It's just fun music, and man, it was and it, it was just a different vibe from like East Coast music. I mean, it's East Coast was like vibe. East Coast was more serious, like more lyrical and all, like you know, with the, with the boom bap and all yeah. that shit. Yeah, yeah. And the like the West Coast came along; it was just more chill, more smooth. Everybody just yeah. having a good time. Everybody's like partying, drinking, smoking, right? Yeah, just vibing type shit. Yeah, but still gangster at the same time. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Nah, I love that. That's a great way to describe it. That's a great way to describe it. And then plus they take elements. East Coast took elements from like jazz while mm. West Coast took elements from funk. Good. So it was that's like, a, yeah. Wow, that's some good shit, bro. Wow. I never thought about like yeah. that. You're hundred percent right. Because when you think about um like you think about like the Child Call Quest or like KRS one or like even us, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Oh yeah, the samples, absolutely. Yeah. All jazz. Yeah, all jazzy type stuff. Yeah, and then George Clinton and all that shit, like was the West George, Coast shit. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point, bro. Well, let me do mine real oh, quick. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Come on, bro. Let's <laughs> stay um, doing that. 93, I put, um, I put Wu-Tang. It's probably my East Coast ways. Okay, yeah. I'm East Coast Makes forever. I'm um, pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. So Wu-Tang, I put Wu-Tang um, just for 36 Chambers. Yeah. Um, I mean, just because, like, the legacy of that, like, how many classic artists, like, how many, like, how many legends came from one fucking super group like I, that's never Bad. been done before so i i had to put that over even over snoop as big I as could, snoop was i can respect that like snoop was so fucking huge like it was huge but but wu-tang had like multiple members who went on to be legends with classic albums in their own right method man t kyle like all them joints bro like there's so many um so i put rizza as the producer from a producer standpoint this shit was just like it was just different, man. It was like it was like I mean the mix of like all that kung fu shit was dope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was so different. Like it was so different. And then like the samples he chose, they they weren't like the jazzy kind of like feel yeah, good yeah, shit. Yeah. They were like darker and like kind of like creepy orchestral violins and shit. Right. It was like real murky and dark New York shit. It was just like in a trash can in a fucking alleyway, dark ass alleyway type of sound. Like it was the opposite of doggy style. The fucking yeah. opposite. But that put. I put it as I don't usually do runner-ups, but actually I did it four years in a row now. Um, <laughs> but usually I don't. Yeah. Snoop was so close though for me, you know, for that same reason. Because Snoop, I mean, Snoop, I don't think anyone sounded cooler on a mic than him, and I don't think anyone ever will. To be yeah. honest, like he sounded so cool. Just it's so like cool. what he was doing. He was just so cool. Like lots of rappers sound dope. They sound like aggressive. They sound exciting. You got people that fucking barking on records like DMX. You got people <laughs> like, you know, screaming fucking six, nine, you know what I mean? All these different people with different vocal abilities, but yeah. him just being the smoothest shit, it was just so fucking smooth. So, I mean, that's why I had to put it on there. Um, and then, you know, album, definitely doggy style. I actually put gin and juice 
for the song. Mm. And I put that because I think that song like really, I mean, nothing but you think too, but I feel like Gin and Juice is like be, like one of those like legendary songs like everybody fucking knows and like, Facts. you know what I mean? 25 years later, people fucking singing and shit. And then I put Cream second um, because I think Cream, well, you know, Cream is classic yeah. shit. Oh, but, for sure. Um, I just think like, I think Snoop was like more popular. You know what I'm saying? Like none of the Wu-Tang members like ever achieved that level of like on a fucking show with Martha Stewart and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like some fucking crossover shit. So I got to give, you know, props to Snoop on that shit. he's still putting out shit. He's still putting out music. He put an album out earlier this year. Yeah, he's putting out projects. He's still doing music. He's doing all types of shit. One random ass story that was funny. He was in Italy and Snoop just, (laughs) <laughs> left behind like a bag a little knapsack with three hundred thousand dollars in it he just left that shit behind like <laughs> like and I, I know somebody who used to Ooh. uh who used to work with um one of his producers right he was this kid and he was um he w- went on tour with snoop and shit and like was following snoop around because he's with his like crew and he said nobody works harder than that motherfucker dude like he was like not sleep he didn't get any sleep for like six days straight was sick and then was like playing in like celebrity football games at the same time motherfucker mm. like the hardest working guy of all time like a snoop dog man like you don't get to that level unless you're a fucking oh yeah you're a beast. he does give back too so like the little football like you said the football league that he be doing that's good oh, i'm God, sure yeah, he yeah. gives back you don't get love for no reason you gotta give back yeah. to get love but yeah, I want to say in the produ- in the production sense, I mean that shit. The production was just ridiculous on Doggy Style. Like oh, if I could sure. listen to one like album like instrumentals, like I would, it would be Doggy Style over like over Thirty Six Chambers. Cause I just it just feels so good. Like yeah. the shit just smooth. It's it's just very melodic. Like I'm a producer. I like a lot of melody. I like rhythm mainly rhythm, but then a lot of melody too. That shit was crazy, man. Production was n- crazy. And how they how he did it from Chronic and then doing another album right after that is ridiculous. Yeah. Like I feel like that like, like back to back. they must have recorded one like giant like probably like a hundred songs together and then they like divvied some out because yeah. I swear like it sounds like it was made in this, around the same time you know like same yeah. moment yeah well, yeah well at the same time I feel like what do you think like Chronic was more smooth was smoother than Doggy Style Doggy Style was kind of more like hard hitting mm. in your face type shit like mm. it was like more heavy chords like more heavy it was like just more heavy mm. like sounding than chronic i'm gonna listen to that shit in the way yeah see what but it's still but it's like it's still smooth but it, it hits hard yeah yeah while chronic was just smooth you yeah know what I'm for the most part like you know in the job chop summertime windows down top yeah down, just type shit and then dogs out it's some shit you play at a party type shit kick back type shit yeah i can i can see that yeah i can see that Classic shit. What else came out real quick before we finish up? Oh yeah, Midnight Marauders dropped that year. Oh yeah, yeah, that's a dope album. I, I think love that fucking album. I think that's my favorite um Tribe Called Quest album. That's fair. Electric Relaxation, War Tour, yeah. whole bunch of joints on that one. Electric Relaxation. Oh my has god. To be one of those yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Yeah, I think my favorite one is Le- yeah, Legend Realization. Legend Realization is classic. And oh, I love that sample. Sucking Nigga is my favorite, too. That's a great one, too. I love the one, The Night Is On My Mind. Oh, yeah. Um, the Night Is On My Mind. Is that called? I think that's called Mineral Sun Rise. will shine. But that the, the Night Is, is on, on My Mind. mind. Oh, yeah. Um, fucking Black Moon dropped their joint into, mm. the, into the stage. Buckshot was killing shit. And a lot of people are like, use his style, too. Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. Carry-Ass 1 dropped um, Return of the Boom Bap, The Sound of the Police. Oh, yeah, there you go, yeah. You definitely got to mention that shit. Oh, yeah, um, um, Cypress Hill, Insane in the Membrane. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's got to be, like, one of the songs of the year. Shit. Yeah, that's another one, too. That was, like, up there. Oh, yeah, Souls of Mischief, 93 to Infinity. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a classic beat. Even that, yeah. that shit lasted for so long. Yes. That beat lasted forever. I love that beat, bro. The little bass at the end, the yeah, filter, yeah. that filter work, like, and then also that that horn shit. Da, da, da. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, how many records had that shit? So many. No ID from Chicago did that shit a lot on Resurrection. You know what I mean? That little horn sample just bouncing around, echoing. That filter, that low cut filter. Yeah, classic shit, bro. I was huge for hip hop. I still do that shit now. I can still do that shit now on my on my beats. Put a filter on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, and this is when Mod D dropped Juvenile Hell. Okay, okay. On this drop, back the fuck up with no slam on it, but slam. Mm. Oh yeah, that's when Digital Planets dropped a song, cool like that. Mm. I forgot about that song. I forgot that shit came out in '93. I like that song, man. Yeah. I came front though. I bought the album and I was confused as shit by it. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck are they talking about? It's about bugs and fucking plants and shit." But I like that song a yeah, lot, though. They were just in a whole nother mindset. They were in a very, they must have been on <laughs> shrooms or some shit. Like, oh, like, that's some cool shit, though. Like I said, the, the jazzy shit. The jazzy shit, yes, sir. Well, what about, um, oh, that was 94, Outcast. Oh, yeah, Southern, Southern Playlist. Yeah, that was 94. Yeah, so we let's go back to 94 real quick. Okay, yeah, yeah. Outcast, Southern Playlist, Cadillac, Southern Playlistic Cadillac, Cadillac music. music. Yeah. Okay, and then <laughs> fucking that one, and then fucking Crumbling Herb. I love that song. Oh, yeah, and that, then, one, that did come out. Yeah, that was on that album. I forgot about yeah. that. Yeah, and then I'm also going to put a plug for my favorite rappers, Common Sense from Yo, Chicago. Resurrection, Resurrection, classic shit. I fucking love that album. The album of anything. That's the one you got a vinyl for, right? Yes, sir. I got that one. Oh. That, that's a classic one, Joe. I actually saw that in, um, I went to the one record store earlier today. I actually saw that. You saw Resurrection? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, they had it for like 13 bucks. Yeah, this shit was cheap. Yeah, yeah. That's why I got it first. But <laughs> no, I love that shit, bro. That shit, like, production-wise, fantastic. Like, No ID killed that shit. Like, it was so fantastic. I think most of all, I think my favorite song was This Is Me. Because he's just talking about, like, I think there was a quote was like, being real is not b about bats and gats. It stems back to the roots of being true. So, homie, you be you, and I'll do like I'll do me. You be you, mm. and I like that line. I was like, it's dope because I listen to a lot of like gangster ass music, but I'm not a gangster ass person. Yeah. So I'm like, I listen to this guy talking about some shit like more conscious shit. I was like, this is fucking dope. He's me. He sounds dope. Like he's a dope rapper. Like people has, people have respect for him, and he's just kind of being himself. I love that shit. So that was some fucking dope shit, oh, yeah. man. That shit didn't sell at all. Though. That's all like that's all <laughs> one fucking copy. Like, and like that shit took it like that's what the thing. Sometimes the classic albums that don't get respected like initially. It's yeah, like sometimes yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. it's retrospect. They're like, you gotta release three good albums to have a classic album. But you got people like Nas who put out one. Like he'd be good for life. Yeah. You know, always have that and shit. And also Thug Life album dropped. It was it was like Pac and like a whole bunch of like other rappers from like New York. Oh, okay. They dropped the album in ninety four. And also, because technically this is hip hop, 
TLC dropped um, Crazy Sexy Cool. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that is technically hip-hop, too. Wait, wait. Where is TLC? Are they from, are they from Atlanta? They're from they? Atlanta. Okay, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like we, we haven't mentioned the South at all. I'm like, what did I, it might not have been. I think Goody Mob drops. Oh, shit. yeah. Dude, damn, I um, got that. That dropped in 94. That yeah, in 94. yeah, yeah. They had some shit. I was trying to think, like, because we, we talked about, we covered a lot. Soul Food, there Soul you go. Food dropped, yeah, yeah, so that that's, like, classic shit. So for all, like, those artists that came in the early yeah. 2000s, even, like, you know, T.I. and shit, they all talk about yeah. that shit. So, right. Bumper Soul Food, no, number four. Yeah. You know, King. That was, like, that was a dope. That was, a that, that was like, that's, like, yeah, I want to think about, like, what areas, like, yeah, the South at that time, Outkast, Goody Mob. Yeah. Uh, to me, um, that, that, that was one of my favorite album intros, Soul Food. Mm. The Soul Food intro, that was, like, probably one of my favorite I got to listen to it again, man. It's yeah. been a while. I think it's called Free. Yeah, it's called Free. But, yeah, Crazy Sex is Cool also came out that year. Um, I actually just bought the vinyl today. For I saw the show in the store. Mm. So I had to. I had to. Um, I knew I was forgetting some people from the south. So for all our listeners from the south, um, ninety four, the diary Scarface. Yeah, yeah. Scarface had a bunch of fucking joints. The world is yours. Ninety three. Like all that shit. Like classic, classic. Oh, I knew I missed the album. All right, I need to go back to ninety five real quick. <laughs> nah. Fucking um, DJ Quick dropped Safe and Sound. Oh yeah, well, oh, shit. I was gonna say DJ Quick earl- uh, earlier because uh, what's this, his first album that he put out? I think it was ninety. I think it was it was either ninety or ninety one. I think it was not. Yeah, I think it was ninety one. But it was like self produced. Shit was crazy. I forget the no, name. It was ninety one. Yeah, ninety one. What Quick, was it called? Quick is the name. Quick is the name. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah that, that came out. Yeah, ninety one. Shit. I think it was off of that that Dre had noticed him, and then like he got. Into some of those sessions. Yeah, well, I'm death row. Yeah, yeah. I think it was off of that. Oh yeah, Bone Thugs dropped. Creep went on to come up in '94 as well. That's the one that had on um, Thugs Ruckus Bone and For the Love of Money. Hmm. Got anything else? Not really, man. Yeah, I was right. like, I was gonna ask you, <laughs> nah. want to go any further? Nah, but yeah, that's pretty much it. All right. Any closing remarks? Uh, I love the fucking 90s. 90s baby forever. Oh, big facts, big facts. 92, I'm, 92. Uh, I'm a true 90s baby. I was born in January 1990. I'm a true 90s baby. Aye. I experienced everything. <laughs> I missed the first 15 days, but other than that. <laughs> <laughs> the first 15 days of the year. Yo, that's but other dope. than that, I'm a true 90s baby. <laughs> yes, sir. With that being said, I'm your host, AJ. Your boy, Nick. This is Hip Hop Vibes, the podcast. We'll catch y'all next time. Peace.